I've been in pain all the way up to the Pyrenees, then down the Pyrenees. When I go to Pamplona, I had two choices. Either I finish my Camino or I send my bag. And what did you do? I sent my bag. Oh no! Hello! <laughs> Podcast number five, no? That's Camino Tellers, it's all about transformation through the walking and you can call it Camino Santiago, you can call it 88 Temples of Shikoku, you can call it even John Mooney's Trail. How the pain that you had on the fourth day on Camino de Santiago have changed you and therefore your Camino. And also in this today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, the importance of the rest days when you can actually evaluate your journey so far. Then we're going to talk about the essentials. Which is everything that you need to take care of the body. The type of accommodation that we're going to talk about today are the hotels and the private rooms. Mm. You have some privacy, some, some time for yourself. And also surrender. Surrender to physical pain. To drop your expectation. And also we're going to have an interview with professionals, professional athletes and professional physiotherapists that will tell us how to stretch and why the stretching is so, so important. In the era of artificial intelligence, in the era of Robocop, robots and everything, we forget that we not made out of steel. That means the Camino de Santiago is not walk through the forest, through the park. It is, kind of. It is kind of, but it involves lots of sweat, pain, and sometimes even tears. We just, we just crossed the Pyrenees. And this episode today, it's all about getting to Pamplona, which is day number four or five. We took it easy. We don't really go a lot. But we had a problem and the rest... And luckily, we were taking it slow. Mm. Imagine if we had walked 40 kilometers a day with that back. So yeah... Put us in the context. Yeah, so I, I was... I had been walking for a few days with discomfort. At the beginning, it was discomfort. And then once I got to Pamplona, it was pain. The pain wouldn't go away. Mm -hmm. And uh, we first decided to take a, a rest day in Pamplona, right? To see if my back would get better, but it didn't. As soon as I, I would take my, back ba um, my backpack, I was in pain again. And uh, yeah, I've been walking Camino Portuguese before. I didn't have any problem, mm. but I think, I guess the body, as we said before, the body keeps the score. The discomfort got accumulated discomfort over discomfort over discomfort and in the end it turned into pain unbearable pain why should you take rest day i love this idea that i can work fully and be super creative only if i have a good night's sleep i can do my best physically and mentally only if i have weekends off you know this is like for me the basic and it's a way to nurture if you are well rested you function properly and that's what happens in camino you walk day after day and remember you just we just crossed the pyrenees you've been walking for a long time and you feel it in the body i can tell you like um spanish say even my eyebrows hurt. Everything <laughs> hurts, you know? You can prepare yourself forever, but you're gonna be in pain. 
Talking about stretching, okay. Now when you feel that your body is aching and it's painful, now it's time to take do something with that. I think we, you have to learn to do something with that before. You don't have to wait to have pain in your yeah, body. Yeah, but now you actually feel the pain. You get four days after Camino and you feel that no, actually, you know what, what my mistake is? That I do stretching before, during and after at the beginning, when my body is getting used to it. Then when my body is fine, I stop doing stretching. And then my body goes in pain. Used to, my dentist used to tell me, when you get to the dentist with pain, it's too late. Yeah. I think it also applies to the stretching in Camino de Santiago. Do it before it's too late. How to do it? I think we have some good people to talk about yeah. today. Yeah, let's see. How are you? Good. From a different part of the world. I remember last time you were doing some uh, Tai Chi somewhere in the deep India, no? <laughs> we we uh, did Tai Chi and we did body awareness also. Actually, uh, this is the reason that, that we speak to you because I remember yeah. and I've been re repeating to Erica this all the time. This is what Hans told me. This yeah. what Hans, <laughs> this what Hans said. We should do this because this is what Hans told me, you know. <laughs> So what, to start uh, putting the audience also in context, how did you get where you are now? I, I had my first Tai Chi class, which is actually called L'Art du Chi, the art of Chi. That really got me so interested in it. But also before that, I had had a serious health issues and things. I had this experience with the first session and I thought, this is it. This is what I want to do. And I was lucky enough to be able to study in Portugal and France for four years. And I became a teacher of the school. And then when I came to live here in uh, South India, in Auroville, I continued one particular part of our studies, which is relaxation. I went deeper into that. And I asked myself the question, how is it that people, in spite of their uh, practices, also professionals, I was wondering how come they stiffen up mm -hmm. and how come we are prone to injury in spite of all the good things we do, no? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The story I always tell people is that um, our brain forgets to relax muscles and our body awareness adapts to this. You feel tensions, but you also don't feel a lot of tensions that you hold. These unfelt tensions, they resist your efforts. For example, I had a lot of things in my shoulder. But what happens is you undergo this physical trauma, let's say, and you forget to relax these muscles. You don't feel that anymore. So because of my uh, surgery, for example, I would be like this. Mm -hmm. I exaggerate that you can see it. And then you would tell me, but you can relax your shoulder. I say, yeah, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. Yeah. And then you say, oh, but your shoulder is not, you say, no, it's right. So I am convinced of my own body awareness, body feeling. My body mind tells me that this is the way to go. Yeah? Mm. So everything I do, I do with this. So in your case, it will be walking. I will be walking with these chronic tensions that my brain is holding. It finds it normal to hold. It has to hold. That is the job. That is the habit. And so when you're walking a long distance, these things come up you know, because this is there while I'm walking and I have to compensate for this. And you know how the, the animal, it's not the same as a human body, but the animal is all the time doing this. So all the time stretching. 
actually, yeah, but actually that's not a stretch. Huh? If you look at it, if you go yawning, actually you are contracting. Yeah? It is also a stretch, but it is mainly a, a shrinking. They stick the tongue out and they, they contract the face and everything. This actually uh, refreshes the brain to release the major uh, tendencies. And so the animal does that the whole day. The animal is set, you know, by birth, it knows through instinct how to walk and it does what it does. And if that system is not perfectly working, it will probably be killed in the jungle. Human being can, um, can learn to change bad habits, can, <clears throat> can, learn, can learn good habits, good new possibilities. No, Our system is always going towards new possibilities. You cannot fix it. It's in continuous, there's so many things going on that cause tensions. It's never ending. So I would prefer my brain and my body awareness to learn to relax more and more the patterns rather than hold patterns. And we do that through, yeah. but that principle of refreshing your brain and nervous system that the animal does. Yeah, exactly. You want to do it, no? You just want to. When somebody yawns, we all want to yawn. How do we release these tensions? It's indeed through yawning. You can do yawning. You literally find ways to, rather than stretch and say, ow, 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 you go into contraction and release hmm. like the animal does. So what we do is we contract the muscles of the calves, for example, and you release slowly, consciously. And you do this five, six, seven times only. So when you are sitting, you can do that for your feet. And I mean, you can, uh, you can literally learn to release any tensions that you have in your body system. When you find yourself walking a long distance and you get tired or tensed or aches, you tend to correct yourself, no? To push yourself forward, yeah? All the time. And I propose, I propose to do that differently so that you can uplift yourself while you are fatigued instead of forcing yeah i have to go i should move you can do that in a very light way so the key here is always relaxation so if i would if i would make a silly drawing <laughs> okay this is the head facing that way now there's an arrow going up and uh -huh. there's an arrow going up and forward right so if I'm in this position, let's say you find yourself walking up the hill and it's tiring, you don't find your Tantianhara, your power center, your ear kind of slagging, hanging on the backpack. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of doing this, yeah, I'll do this. I'll think of this picture. I'll think of the blue sky as if someone is pulling me up at the back of the head and I let it happen. So it's first the mind that says, okay, wait a minute. And then I think about this image and I let my spine lengthen. Yeah. So uh, the feet parallel and relax the body, relax the skeleton. So your knees are not blocked and they're not bent. And I go like this, as if you're taking off the shirt like that. And your hands are like this to the blue sky so the fingertips are touching kind of and you breathe in you yawn and you don't lean back 
you have this moment here and then you breathe out, you gently go like that, the fingers go back and the arms to the side. Yes, now you feel the shoulders open. You bring the chin in and roll down. Slowly roll forward down and there'll be a moment rolling forward down that you bend the knees a little bit, you see? But going forward down, bending the knees, and you bend the knees however much you like, but the belly is touching now, you see? And then my right hand will go forward to lift up the ribs here. I breathe in, lift up my ribs. I do it with the left hand, I breathe in, I lift up the ribs. That's it. Now, the belly stays touching, the hips will go up to the sky a little bit. You keep your belly touching, more or less, yeah? So the legs will not be straight. And then you hold that and you breathe and you relax your neck. You relax your shoulders. And now bend your knees and roll up slowly, not too slow. And don't straighten your legs too quickly. Rolling up. Last is the head and stand and stand. Close the eyes, feel the lengthening. Feel yourself effortlessly lengthening. You let your neck be free, the back of the head tendency to go up, the spine lengthens. And the mind is actually also calm. And you can do that two or three times, usually. And you take your time, and then afterwards you feel such a uh, relief in your uh, spine, and uh, you are reminded of this picture. And the beauty of that lengthening is that 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 lengthening goes on the under the navel, is where your strength is under the navel. You can sometimes feel it when you sit like this top of the head to the blue sky and you can like a tree you can sway a bit forward sway a bit back and then there's a moment when you feel that support on the belly that that uh, center of strength no yeah and then you are okay and then you don't think about it anymore you do other things come back to it good feels good eh so would you recommend doing this when before going to sleep? Uh, this movement I recommend like in the morning mm -hmm. and during the day also maybe. But um, it's not what we do, it's how we do. Yeah, And uh, you, with gentleness, with patience, with kindness, loving kindness, you slowly flow with the body's rhythm instead of imposing on it, mm -hmm. you help remind it, you, you free it from this mental that always wants to impose things on it, no? You free it from, like for example, when you're walking and you have, let's say you, you have 20 kilometers to go, you project that, but actually no, you come back to the moment. It doesn't matter when, when it's, where it is. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, I think you know these things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all there, it's all there, yeah. no? 
but relax into the body, the, the into the body, and then oops, let it lengthen. And you don't hold that. It's 20 seconds, 20 meters you walk with that. Then you let it be and you discover it again. So every time you're rolling the spine, you're releasing the tensions, the dust mm -hmm. getting out uh, to relax your neck, especially the blood goes to the brain and uh, you are kind of relaxing. And then it's especially a psychological reminder of this gesture. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. It's a it's a stretching from totally different perspective. Yeah, that's a that I like this approach mm -hmm. because it, it I like the things that they happen naturally, you know, without big effort, forcing. without forcing things. Yeah, we've like we've been raised with the idea that you have to work hard, no pain, no gain, and you have to do hundred percent. And this is how we live. I would, here, the idea is flow, learn how to flow, unlearn the strength, the, the, the tension, the tension part, the and then just learn how to flow, you know. And if people want other people can to contact you, WhatsApp is the best way to contact you. I only do that. I only, I'm only through people. People oh. bring people, bring people, and that's how I work now. And yeah. That's... I'm going to... I'm going to start looking at this, this walking more because, uh, yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, we can actually finish with a nice good yowing. What do you think, Hans? Can we finish the interview with a nice good? Ah, good, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> And necessary and essentials for Camino de Santiago self-care are? I always take with me a tennis ball. Why the tennis ball is good? No, because it tackles small areas in the back mm -hmm. where you may have muscle contraction. And usually when I lay on top of the ball, where I feel the pain, I stay there to, to massage that part. I massage my foot and it helps me a lot. Also, um, elastic band. Mm -hmm. Elastic band, so I can stretch. <laughs> I have a yoga belt. I yeah. use the yoga belt instead of instead of my normal belt, and I can also stretch. And for me, the rollers, you know, those little PCV rollers, the really lightweight, like small, like this, they can also be helpful just to work on like on that. Uh, on the thighs, on, on any other muscles. You know what I strongly recommend that, that every person goes to a physiotherapist after the Camino? Before and after. Yeah, so you, you will see. First of all, a physiotherapist will tell you what to do and then he will uh, score you because like of the things that you haven't done. And if you feel that you really need a break, maybe send it back yeah. or take a bus. How are we going to talk about it in, in the, the next, next episode? episode? Yeah. If you're not gonna subscribe, I'm gonna retain the breath forever. Don't subscribe, please. Make me a favor. <laughs> so subscribe and press the like button. And if you like us, give us a little, little heart in the comments.
what's funny is that what you think were your questions when you are when you started Camino are not the question that really matters after a few days of walking. Mm. Does it make sense what I'm saying? Oh yes, it does. Because I started with with something in my head, but then after the state Zabaldigas, after um, getting to Pamplona, I realized that my journey journey was going to be a different one. We realized and, and, and we kind of internalized that the same as you start and you have to stay and evaluate the situation, how you feel, the same after certain parts of the Camino, you have to evaluate how the Camino was. You can do it in many different ways. You can stop, you can uh, write things down daily, something that I'm grateful for, something that I cherish from the day, something that I want to remember. And sometimes you have to write down things that you have to surrender to, like the way that Camino is revealing in front of you, no? Something that maybe you don't want to admit to yourself. Which, which sub subject would it be in our journal? It would be the chapter of surrender. Surrender to physical pain. To drop your expectation. Surrendering requires a deep level of trust in yourself and the universe. Mm. It means acknowledging that there are certain things that are beyond your control and learning to let go of them. By surrendering, you can find peace in the midst of chaos, chaos and learn to trust in the process of life. I think that learning how to surrender, he avoids you a lot of anxiety. In Camino, it's quite easy, I would say, to surrender. Is it? It feels like, maybe because it's a known place, I don't know, but it feels like it's a safe place. It's a known fertile ground as well for any of those type of discoveries. Yeah. Because you know that you're there for a reason. You get there to work on yourself. It's, it's designed for that. Like you go into the shop to get your sneakers, you know, and it's designed to get your sneakers. The Camino Santiago is designed for the inner development. Is it only if I'm doing it for faith? Inner development and a religiousness, they're, they're the same. They're the same branches of the same tree. If you surrender to not plan, for example, you are open to, to anything that may come to you, to stay in a place that you love for more, for longer, to walk with someone that you connected deeply. Mm. Don't look at me like that. Mm. That's why I fall in love with you, you know, because there's a lots of potential inside of this heart, you know? <laughs> inside of this heart. Of this heart. Eh? Surrender. And not only surrender, but also letting go, um, self-care, fears, worries. No, These are the subject of our journal. And I think that if you want to take a deeper understanding of Camino de Santiago, first you have to walk it. But if you walk it with our journal, it can make your life a bit easier. Yeah. And maybe if they want even a more memorable experience, they could join our retreat. And this is another thing. There is an extension of the journey within journal for Camino Santiago, which is our three-day retreat in Saint-Jean-Pierre-de-Port in 2024. In May and September. The design of, of the retreat that we have, it's based not only of three-day retreat, but also all the preparation before. Yeah. Because people that will sign up for the retreat will be in the special group, can share thoughts together, 
go answer the questions. We're going to have a Zoom sessions before the Camino. Um, we can create a little family just even before starting. Imani, you already know someone during the preparation time. Then you get to this three days retreat and you get to know these people even more. And then you embark on this journey of 800 kilometers together. I, can I do it as well? We'll go through the Camino Spirit idea. We go to, we're gonna get the, our Ultrea song as well, which will be a, a like- The a... anthem also of the retreat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come, come, come. So if you're interested, just sign in the form, letting us know the date that you're interested and as soon as we put together all the details, we are gonna send it to you by email. Types of accommodation on Camino de Santiago, which are? Yeah, last time we talked about the Donativo. So today we are gonna explore the private room. When you decide to make a day rest, no, we normally take a private room. It can be a hotel, it can be just like a private room from Airbnb or many other, even in albergues, they have private rooms. Yeah. It kind of gives you full time to yourself, no? Yeah. You don't have to worry to wake up with every pilgrims. You can actually have a full sleep. No one's snoring a part of you. What are the pros? You have time for yourself. Good rest. Good you have the sheets. Ah, white sheets, you know. Craft. Yeah. Just like this. Just like And like, ah! Oh! And you, you, normally you will have like a private bathroom. Sometimes you have, yeah. And also you can have a room service. You can have many in the, things. In the places where we stayed, they never had yeah, room service. Yeah, we have a low budget, eh? Yeah. I mean, that's what we, what we go for. We don't go for a because hotel like sounds like 100 euros per night no mm. but actually going to people we paid slightly more than what we would pay for a bed 35 euros Four. 40 so it's not crazily expensive because we can share mm -hmm. it's good to have a partner it's good to have sake. a partner yeah it's good to, it's another good reason why to have a partner you so can, you can share you the expenses can share the Camino de Santiago expenses <laughs> I hope you don't tell me only for that. I, I met you before. <laughs> to share expenses. <laughs> to share <laughs> other expenses. <laughs> and what are the cons? Cons, it's a bit pricey. Mm -hmm. Pricier. It's not the spirit of Camino. It's not about that camaraderie that you find in the albergues. No, That's no, not no. that. So, mm, take, we like to take one night, one day good sleep, but I wouldn't do a Camino like that. Anyway, you try, you know, you try, you'll see how it feels. The body is something fragile. The Camino Santiago is not easy walk. No, you need to take care, take care of the body and you can take care of it with rest days, mm -hmm. send, sending back home some things that you don't need or the, buying new things. You can go to the you can physiotherapist, massages, um, you can do many things also yourself. Stretching. Stretching is a must. Whatever we've been told day. by our by our great guests today. Thank you for this fifth episode, baby. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Quick. Nice and quick. Check, check. That means if you guess what the name of this song, just put it in the comment.
Okay? What was that? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah. Just put it down in the comment and harmonica's uh, moments on our podcast. Okay. <laughs>